The following episode is brought to you by Mad Max. Witness! If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is May 24th, 2015, and welcome to episode number 82 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the you in color commentary. I am Mr. Paul Swickard. Joining me is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. Did you forget your name? It's been that long. Is that, is that what it sounded like? It did. It looked like you tripped uh, over. It Was it the Mr. thing? You're not used to like, being I'm so fancy? Calling, you know what? Uh, I shouldn't call myself Mr. Are you going to edit that right now? I'm really editing that right now. I shouldn't okay. be calling myself Mr. Yeah, that's not <laughs> like the, however, How many episodes did it take for us to, to for me to change this? 81. 81. This is episode 82, so we won't count that. But um, <laughs> uh, Mad Max, did you see it? I saw it on Friday. I have no idea what witness means, and you said it in a different way. I know. Are we, like, contractually obligated to say it that way? No. Okay. But you should say it that way. Is that what the guy sounds like? <laughs> witness! <laughs> you, I, Ryan, I would be doing you a, a terrible, terrible disservice if I explained any portion of this. So, sure. go see it. I will. It w- the plan was to actually go see it today, and I was because I wasn't sure when we record. And the let's get this: the movie's been out for a week, and locally you can only see it not in 3D at one time on a Sunday, and that's at four the o'clock. Time, the one time is a crime. The non three you don't need to see it in 3D. I don't. But if I were to see it in 3D, would that be a crime against nature? No, that's what I'm saying. It would oh. not be. Okay, perfect. Well, then uh, maybe I'll try to convince what? next weekend to go see it. What? What time is it available to you? In non-3D formats? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's look it up. Uh, no, I, th- I think it's uh, on. I th- to be honest, I don't like going... This is going to make me sound like an old man, so strap in, everybody. Uh, I don't like going to the movies after after 4 o'clock. Like, 4 o'clock's like the latest I'll go. <laughs> okay. I'm could an you afternoon have, kind of guy. Could you have not seen it before the show today? Well, Yes, I could have, but I I didn't know I should pay extra to see it in 3D. I didn't know that was something I should do. Okay, Ryan, I feel as though I'm not making myself clear. Mm, no, yeah. Don't you don't need to see it in 3D? No, but you no. do not. I know you that you do not. Okay, but the only time it's playing, not <laughs> in 3D, is right? at four o'clock right now as we're recording. Like right now, there's a man so in the theater going witness. So you stopped. Mm-hmm. From going to see Mad Max to do this recording. Yes, that's how much this show needs to happen. The I, poor, I the people taking away from your life experience. Well, see, no, because I am the one who gets the the emails and the tweets and the Skype calls. Like, where's sleeping with the elephant? It's been a month, folks. Are you pod fading? I'm like, I know, no, I know, no, I know, and I'm sorry. Like, not, don't most- apologize. I do have to apologize. Well, I already apologized to them. Don't double up. Then they're going to be like expecting it every time. Double apologies. That's all the way. It's not something we should do. I all right, fine. 
I am sorry. For my half, I'm sorry. There, Fine. you now have a full apology. Perfect. For, for, well, you had maybe 20%. Uh, uh, shit. I was going to say that you had 20% of an apology with Ryan, but he's probably more genuine than me I, I, I and think, on top of which he's Canadian. So I think the exchange rate say, on, uh, on apologies is a Ryan, little higher for Canadians. With Ryan apologizing, I'd say you had 75% of an apology. Yeah. I gave you the other 25%. So now you have a full apology, whereas before you had most of an apology. Right. There, so that's it. You're all sitting pretty, all apologized out. You're like, ah, that was good. <laughs> so you're all set. What, what do but, we have on but, the docket? What I'm more worried about is if you apologize multiple times. Because then that throws the math completely off. I'm done apologizing. Like, you do that. You do that. You apologize a lot. I I often it's apologize. What happens if you apologize for apologizing? That take away the first apology and you start like a no, new count. It makes it worse. It makes it worse. Yes, you cannot. The Canadians do this a lot, man. Apology mm -hmm. for the apology. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I apologize for blah. Well, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll make it better. Hey. You fine folks. See, I can't even. I can't even be bad. <laughs> you can't it. do it with a straight face. Uh, you could. You tried, and you know what? That's that's good reason. I I, I give you kudos for trying. Well, I've exhausted my apologies for today. So, I uh, want to take bets on that. Run odds, ladies and gentlemen. How? What is the uh, odds of Ryan apologizing again in this here podcast? It's just I'm my, my mother taught me to be polite, good sir, and apologies go a long way. Um, I hate to completely side with the internet, but sure. uh, you should see Mad Max. God it, it damn is. it. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. I'm gonna go <laughs> All right. Ryan's gone. So now we can talk about him behind his back. I'm, I'm just sure. – I, I just came back to get my coat. It's, the theater you, is very cold. Honestly, if you committed to that, I more power to you. I like if you I, seriously I, just hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like, all right. That's, okay, that's Mad, Mad Max, everybody. No, I will. Uh, I will try to go see it next weekend. As far as I know, the only movie coming out after Mad Max that I want to see is the Jurassic Park, and then Ant Man, and I think that's it for the summer. Not this weekend. Anything? Tomorrowland. Oh, is that this weekend? Yeah, I heard mixed things about that one. I can, I, I can wait for Blu-ray on that one. I'm not super high on tomorrowland it looks like they it kind of looks they half buried it like i think maybe that's because it didn't track real well mm. but i kind of like but then again i don't have television so whatever i i i've kind of <laughs> i've kind of lost track of what is tracking what's not in terms of how they promote it are we looking at like another scenario like uh um what's that john on mars movie or something john on mars the mars movie john carter josh carter what's john, his name well you nailed john carter okay so it's not josh <laughs> go to mars sure he yes he is he's a he's on mars no i know okay i said you got that but you you didn't know his name you got his first name you didn't get the never mind <laughs> go ahead yes uh no i don't think so i mean i don't think tomorrowland is as expensive as john carter was is is but Tomorrowland I, I, doing well? No, I don't think it is actually. It's just not doing as well. Like you, you hear about Brad Bird, and you expect greatness. You expect transcendence, and it just didn't. It just uh, and and this is coming from a guy who has not seen it. But I mean, it's at forty nine. 
percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. So, yeah, that's kind of that. That's not great for Brad Bird. Yeah, that's not great for anybody. It's got so, Hugh Laurie, Lowry. I, I love Hugh Laurie. I just, it just, don't ask me why. I apparently it didn't fall together. Dude, it's got Tim McGraw. You got your Graw in there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. Did you see Avengers? I did see Avengers. Okay. It's been a while since we recorded. I did see Avengers. So, I, easy. Mad Max is better. Sure. And I thought Avengers, I thought the Avengers was pretty good. I didn't. I didn't like it as much as I liked the first one, but Mad Max. It's funny. Mad Max kind of has the reverse problem, mm-hmm. if you can call it a problem. That okay. being that, like you know, Avengers. You have like how many characters did it have? Thirteen. A lot. Some ridiculous a number of characters. So it's hard to get a concept of, like, you know, everybody. Whereas in this one, there were probably three or four central characters, mm-hmm. and. They almost never spoke, so <laughs> whatever, right? Uh, and you know what? I'm not one to like compare movies. And sure, if Mad Max is better than the Avengers, but like, hey, let's let's look at it this I'd way. Say, like, I'd see. I, I'm sorry. Did I put words in your mouth? Well, gun. Well, what I was going to say, gun in my head. If I had to watch one of them again, sure. I, yeah, no question. Yeah, like I, I don't want to see Age of Ultron again for a while. Like once was enough, and it was great. I'll I see loved it, again it when it comes out. Yeah, me too. Like I, I hear Mad Max is one of those like, oh my god, I just want to see it again. And I'm like, you know, okay, calm down. Aaron commented on this, and I kind of agree. It's sure. kind of like the Matrix, in that you see things that are just so crazy mm-hmm. that you really haven't seen before. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it just does things that you didn't think about. It does things that you didn't know people would do. <laughs> well, I saw the trailer, and it's just so like. And now it's not great. Like I wouldn't say it's a great story. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty one note, but it does things that you just don't see very often. Even with the story, like you don't see things that kind of run out that way. And I don't need a I don't need an amazing story. If anything, I need the opposite to go to the theaters. Like that's why I go see Age of Ultron in the theaters, and wait for uh, Thor two to come out to Blu-ray. Like I don't need to go see Thor two in the theaters. Um, I don't know why I'm specifically throwing Thor two under the bus, but yeah, uh, weird. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking in the Marvel universe. I suppose Thor is the best example I've got. But with Mad Max, it's it's. It's interesting because I even I, the way I explained it to Ashley, I just said like, "Look, I kind of want to go see this movie," and it's always like, "Okay, what is it? Comic book, video game?" Yeah, is know. Ashley the action flicks? Uh, yes, she actually does like action flicks, which is why I think she enjoys the Marvel movies. Okay. Um, but she refused to see um, Guardians of the Galaxy just based on the fact that there was a talking raccoon. And I don't blame her, you know. Like, no, no, I blame her. Well, okay, I have it's under the bus. No, I have it on Blu-ray. Ashley, not acceptable behavior. <laughs> it's not good. It's not you good. I said that too. I will. Don't apologize for me. Uh, sorry, but Paul actually like no. Okay, yeah. So uh, that's that brings me to my uh, a good point uh, tonight. 
I said like, hey, let's watch a movie with dinner and whatnot. I was like, yeah, sure, let's do that because you know we're we've been watching a lot of TV. We were going through Bloodlines like it was nobody's business and trying to finish up Shield. So I have Guardians of the Galaxy on Blu-ray. Do I pop it in? I haven't seen it since it was in theaters. It's been almost a year, and I've been itching to watch it. Like, do I trick her into watching it and see what she thinks? Because it is. I think it was really like trick her into watching it. I'm a terrible person, um, but. That brings up the point, like Mad Max, uh, I had basically said, hey, I want to see this movie. And she's like, oh, okay, sure. And I'm like, guitar flamethrowers. And she's like, okay. Oh, that should win most people over. Yeah. And I I think if I were to show her the trailer, like there's some great trailers. I haven't seen a lot of the trailers, but I've seen bits of it thanks to the Mario Kart Fury Road uh, where it focuses on the female character Charlize uh, Theron plays. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And we actually saw the first Mad Max Blu-ray at Walmart, and I was like, oh, look at this. And she's like, well, why don't we just watch that? It's like... It's super weird. I've never yep. seen any Mad Max yeah, films. Yeah, I don't... It, okay, so I tried watching the first one again. You can't. Okay. You, you just can't. Like, I, you know, it became a cult classic. So this is wonders, This is from what I understand of the mythology, or rather, like, the how it became popular. The first one came out and nobody saw it like nobody just cared the second one came out and people really dug that one so the the road warrior uh and then so they went back and watched the first one and it kind of became a cult classic that way this was before i was born (laughs) so so yeah like it it just kind of post-mortem became a, a movie that people like to watch so yeah it just it's odd it's it does a lot of weird things that you just don't see like there's no real like for, and this is what i got from the first mm-hmm. 20 minutes there's no real central character it's oh. just all over the place well wouldn't mad max be the central character well see that's the thing is you'd think so but it's not like he's just kind of in the background like mm-hmm. he's there but he's only there and it's actually you know what i'm gonna stop talking about this i feel like i'm gonna ruin something oh for the movie yeah well, we don't have to talk about Mad Max anymore. I mean, no. I... Enough talk. People have talked about enough <laughs> enough talk for a podcast. This is what... Ha- wow. This is what happens when we've been away for months. Like, oh, what movie have you seen? Because like, this is our normal sort of conversation besides maybe through Twitch chat on, on streaming and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, Mad Max, excellent. Avengers, excellent. There's good TV shows and movies all around. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Jurassic World because Chris Pratt is dreamy. Also in Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe that's how I get uh, Ashley to go see Jurassic World. I wonder why she wants to see Jurassic World. Well, she actually really dug the Jurassic Park trilogy. Um, the original is like a perfect movie, right? Like she doesn't like it. It's like, hmm, you don't like dinosaurs? Are you a real human person? Who doesn't love dinosaurs? Ian Malcolm. Kids love dinosaurs, and it just continues. Yeah, it's like the never-ending circle of love for dinosaurs. <laughs> right. All right. Let's talk to. Let's talk at least about something. Sure. Let's talk about Jeb Bush. Yeah, I, I think you know this story was inspired by the vacuum left by sleeping with the elephant going away because they probably thought, shit, the talks have broken down. Canada, the United States, forever an issue. Stupid autoplay app, go away. I know, right? Um, so yeah, no, it's, uh, it's an interesting little story about Jeb Bush saying right. when, if he gets elected, the first thing he does 
is visit Canada. All right, let's. I, I'm going to play a little bit of this. This is from AOL. Thank God. Sweet. <laughs> Everybody needs AOL, right? You can hear this, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a mystery movie about to start up. It seems Jeb Bush, the younger brother of George W. and a presumed candidate for the Republican presidential nomination. Pause. He is a candidate. Moving oh, on. So he what? did actually say he was. Yes. Oh. Remain prime minister of Canada. Bush suggested, according to a tweet posted by a Boston Globe reporter, that he wants to see Prime Minister Stephen Harper reelected. And he didn't have kind words. Okay, another pause. Uh, is Harper more conservative out of curiosity? He is, yeah. He is He is the leader of the conservative party here. All right. That makes some sense. Does it make uh, sense? Yeah, well, I would find it odd that if he was – I would find it odd if he's backed a more liberal candidate. Like so I'm wondering, I'm wondering if the political lines transcend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the other two, yeah, these guys because they have similar political beliefs that I do. He looks like an American Stephen Harper. I'm gonna throw it out there. Like they even look alike. Like you put them in the oh, same God. room, swap them like you're playing a cups game, and then say, "Oh, which one's the United States president?" It's Oh, is it that one? No, that's the Canadian. You don't win a car. Da, da, da. No, uh, he would not get along with the other two candidates, which is probably why he's backing Harper, because I'm sure Trudeau um, would just upset his poor old Texan heart. And uh, Mulcair would just confuse the hell out of him, I think. I just, yeah. Okay. Does anybody in Canada care what Jeb Bush thinks? I don't think so because just like everybody else in the world we kind of laugh alongside every united states okay. uh, citizen when the other bush was in he who shall not be named <laughs> you say his name three times and he appears and he's like it's pronounced nuclear dude i okay i'm gonna throw this out there sure hey just hanging out with w i think it'd probably be fun well, yeah. Like, I, you, just him being around, I think he's actually kind of a party dude. <laughs> I think he actually likes, like, like just chilling and doing fun things. So just being around him, probably fun. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to summon him, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't really want, unless he's like, yeah, if I want to summon him, like, does he bring, like, beer? probably okay, okay right like he he got a couple of duis i'm pretty sure he, he likes the party he did i gotta watch that this uh was, that josh this brolin is, documentary right this was before uh he ever was thinking about becoming president but yes yeah. he did people have fun man <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like oh, this is a, sleeping with the elephant does definitely not support dui behavior. well no <laughs> I certainly don't. I yeah. That's what I said, I'm just Steve. saying he likes to drink. So Jeb Bush, do you, do you think he's got a chance? Because he's got to go up against all yep. the other crazies too, not, right? He's he's got to win. He does not have a chance. His so, best thing, his best, th- the best thing about him is his name, mm-hmm. and I think too many people have a. Now it, it's probably unfair, but he himself says a lot of stupid things. But they're going to put a, like everything about his brother on him. It's kind of like similar to the way the first time this went around, like his, you know, the his 
his Herbert uh, <laughs> the first Bush. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they put all of the things about him on on W. Yeah, and that was probably that probably did his, did him some favors. Yeah, I'd, probably not. I, I don't think this like I think the same thing is going to happen, but you're it, that's not a good thing for most people anyway. Right. Hey. Now, now, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to start playing this again, but yes, question. I, I just do. You, who do you think is the Republican candidate that goes to against uh, the Democrats with the election? So many. I know there's so many, but what, who's so your many. running favorite? Okay. Who are the Republican candidates? <laughs> Thanks, Google Autocomplete. Uh, here. In 2016, blah, 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 blah. You don't blah. think it's Jeb? It's certainly not going to be Ted Cruz. No. Uh, okay. I guess I should clarify. Mm-hmm. Jeb Bush is going to run. There's no freaking way that he, he did not officially announce. How's that? Oh, I see. Not official, but they're deep in exploration of candidacy. Right. Um, the sh- it, like there are so many candidates right now. I it uh, the problem with having this many is it just underscores the fact that everybody seems fragmented. You know what I mean? Like it, the Republican Party has had an issue with not being on the same page about everything. Which I'm not necessarily saying that you should be about on the same page about everything, but when you have this many candidates so early, it, I just I feel like they don't know what the hell they're doing anymore. Well, it always felt weird and unorganized to me because here in Canada, like they choose a leader and there's always a leader, and that leader doesn't change unless that leader steps down or they. I'm sure there's a process where they like call a vote or or he's fired or whatever. That shit happens all the time. But really, how it works is there's a leader. And when you're going into elections, you know the leader like way ahead of time. Like we already know Harper. Yeah, he is running for another set of four years in 2015 in in four short months or whatever. And, you know, we know the leaders that are all running and the election is this October. So it's it's an interesting change. And I think that maybe – I think maybe you guys just put too much focus on the the run, right? Like it's – I don't know. Think. Yeah, I I know. Okay. Let's just break this down. Yeah. Right now we have six people officially running. Perfect. Six. And the election isn't for another year. More than that. I. Uh, we have six people now. Four others pending. Oh yeah. In other words, probably. But you don't. We don't really know for sure. Like okay, like and. Uh, the most likely candidates kind of scare me. Yeah. Um, there's a gentleman by the name of Ben Carson. He's one. Ted Cruz. We all know him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carly Fior. What is it? Fiorina? Fiorina. She's the CEO of Hewlett Packard. So obviously she knows about politics. Yeah. Um, Mike Huckabee. You know him? Oh, he yeah. Ran- He's the. He filed again. Uh, Rand Paul, who we all know. And Marco Rubio, who we all know. Rubio. Exactly. And you have four others that are, you know, probably going to announce. Like, you even have a list here of, like, when they're officially going to announce, but they haven't announced yet. Hmm. Like, we have an announcement of an announcement. Like, Rick Perry is going to announce his candidacy on June 4th. 
what the fuck are we doing? What? Yeah. Can't we run a country, folks? Let's just run oh, a country. No. We have to, we have to run. It's, yeah. Any answers? Uh, yeah, anyway. And, and just, just let's add a little bit of context. Democratic. <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm not saying that one side is good or bad. I'm just saying that there are, are they're all over the place. It's all stupid. That's all I'm saying. It's it's pretty dumb. Um, right now, we, <laughs> Democrats have two. Oh well. They're... With one pending. Oh. And so, yeah, it's Clinton and. Uh, Clinton has announced. She, and by the way, the the way you quote unquote announce this, the way this becomes official is through an FEC filing, right? And it's what FEC is the Federal Election Commission, and you have to submit candidacy. Yeah, so I learned there, that on House of Cards. <laughs> there's Hillary Clinton, and there's a senator by the name of Bernie Sanders, huh. which I guess good for Bernie. Never heard of you before, Bern. Oh well. He'll get around to it. And another one named Martin O'Malley. O'Malley, I wonder how many drinking jokes are going to be made. Hmm. That's, uh, yeah. Governor of Maryland. Governor of Maryland. Oh, we have listeners in Maryland, I think, don't we? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. If you know about the, if you know about this, if you know about Mr. Martin O'Malley, let us know. Is he a drinking Um, buddy of yours? Oh, that's terrible. And by... You know, you know, cranky Joe Biden. Uh, he has expressed interest, but I'm pretty sure he's not going to run. Pretty sure, just because he's made too many gaffes in the past. Yeah, he's probably he's always I'll a bridesmaid, never a bride. Let's let's get Gore back. Oh, nah, he's <laughs> too busy being like a tech dude, isn't he? He is. I, whatever. We'll see. <laughs> So what does Jeb Bush want to do? It would be hilarious if Gore went up against Clinton. That would be, <laughs> be, be great. That would be great. Do it. Uh, that'd be super weird. I wonder how awkward that would be. Mm. Don't yeah. they like have tea and crumpets every once in a while? I guess. I guess. Well, you know, you know the history there, right? Well, then or they do- they were against. No, they were running mates. I don't know. What's the history? Um, well, Gore was was Bill Clinton's vice president. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then of course he ran and lost to Bush by a very very close margin. Like he like Gore won the popular vote, but it didn't matter. Like he basic now. That's we'll not get into that. But anyway, we'll move on. Yes, uh, I'm going to continue playing the video. Cool for U.S. President Barack Obama, who he urged to stop insulting our neighbor to the north. Yeah. Bush, who hasn't officially announced his bid but is considered a GOP frontrunner, bemoaned the state of Canada-U.S. relations during a stop in Portsmouth, New Hampshire on Wednesday. <laughs> the former Florida governor reportedly accused U.S. President Barack Obama of damaging America's relationship with our northern neighbor and vowed to visit Canada within his first 100 days as president. According to the Washington Post, Bush told a crowd of about 60 voters that animosity between Canada and the U.S. extends beyond the proposed Keystone XL pipeline, but he did not elaborate. Yeah. This music you know, sounds like it's... He's uh, making shit up. Yeah, this music sounds like it's uh, 
from a TV show, like a fake news report. This just in, Godzilla has just attacked San Francisco. Not, not to roll us under the bus a little bit, that sounds like something I'd play before starting it on the <laughs> Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks AOL, I guess. It's, it's, this is hardly news. I mean, like, it can't is be... It? Okay, it's, it's hard. How is it hardly news? It, it like, so our, our is our like the communication the politics between our countries irre- irrevocably damaged i don't think so because like everything like, everything the states does we're right there alongside with you right i'm sure it could be better uh but i wouldn't put it along the lines of obama and harper like the way he makes it sounds like obama and harper don't have tea every every uh, yeah. third quarter you know like, what like no he does they don't need to be best buds it's just our countries need to be we need to get along and and hey i think in terms of bordering countries we're one of the probably the most uh, get alongest you know like <laughs> i don't know a better word but uh yeah i guess and and also canadians this is like the first I've Americans. heard of se- severely bad relationships between us two. Uh, yeah, like, wouldn't you think, like, uh, friction, like, nobody's lobbing bombs across the border. Like, I... Uh, well, I mean, like, I... All I know of a long-term strife between our countries is pollution. That's the only one I know of. And that is the fact that a lot of what we do affects you in terms of, like, just general pollution. And that's the only thing I know of that has caused some animosity. That's it, though. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, whatever. That's what this, I guess, Thanks, this Keystone Jim. thing, so. Well, that's, yeah, there's that. I think I think he's just directly re- referencing that pipeline. But that's, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't even begin to understand how that thing works, so. Well, you know, we, we need a pipeline. That's what it means. Sure. And you have land where we need to build a pipeline. That's pretty much where that goes. Hmm. I thought we wanted to build the pipe. You guys want the pipe? I don't understand. We may need need both. I honestly don't know. Yeah. Well, evidently it's causing friction between best buds, Obama and Harper. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. We're going to talk about one other story. Mm Hmm. One third of American 8th graders think Canada is a dictatorship. Yeah. I'm calling BS. Well, <laughs> if you if you read through this article, it's pretty... It's it's not very fair. Okay. But then please, do elaborate. Well, there's the question... Uh, where's the question? It's listed here. It was like... A, it's multiple choice, right? And it lumps Canada in with a couple of other European countries and says, how would you best describe their government, right? Ah. And it's pretty... Man, I can't find it. Thank you, CBC, for being... See the picture. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. It says, well, here's the question. Identify similarities between three governments. Mm -hmm. What What are civic life, politics, and government? What do the governments of Canada, France, and Australia have in common? And apparently the choice, which was B, they said they have constitutions that limit their power. Right? So that's half of people answered this. Um, C is their leaders have absolute power. 
Right. So there you go. That's what it means. Like the, the, there you go. And eighth grade, like when I was in eighth grade, I don't think we were worried about world politics. I think, I think maybe in eighth grade, this might be above their, their pay grade or I don't know. What do you think? Uh, should it be? It no. shouldn't. No, they should yeah. know this. But does it surprise me that? <sighs> See, I'm caught between two things. One, I don't think, I don't think eighth graders actually think that for, that Canada is a dictatorship. The way, it, but I am a. I'm not entirely sure what they know what encapsulates a dictatorship. Hmm. Actually, does it? Yeah. Okay. So we're making that distinction. I was making sure that we're not talking about something like communists, but yes. Okay. So I don't think they know entirely what it means to have a dictatorship and I don't know. And I don't, I think they know very little about Canada. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, that's probably true. And I mean, I think it's important to know about about your neighbor. Well, sure. And I, so I guess, I guess this is a crime of, omission rather than commission like i don't think they actively think that you know you're a dictatorship living directly above us yeah i think you know right right (laughs) like the only real i mean this is not this might be an unfair assessment but the only real dictatorship that exists is probably in north korea like that i mean you could make an argument for russia i suppose but that's not entirely true like the only real like black box that we have left on the map is what happens in North Korea because yeah. we just don't know. <laughs> and China has a prime minister, right? Yeah. And they have a, I think they have a prime minister. I also think they have a bit of a parliament too. They have but an they, emperor. They don't have an emperor anymore. Do they? No, they okay. have a, a part that's parliamentary, but I don't think I, I, I sorely lack in, in world knowledge. So when I say emperor, I feel like I just like, actually, I, they haven't had an emperor since the 1800s. Virtues of a, a YouTube channel uh, called Crash Course. Mm-hmm. Those guys will give you some very quick firing information that's entertaining to watch about you know pretty much anything. Like okay. we've been watching, Aaron and I have been watching world history, and it's it's pretty good. Interesting. Yeah. This Crash guy, Course. Go check it out. You're gonna start talking to me. Bones. Types of bureaucracies. There we go. You should probably just link that one and give that to all the American eighth graders. Uh, U.S. government policy, blah, 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 world history. Hmm. Interesting. These look really cool. They are. I like them. All right. It's happening. So, yeah, check those out. But, yeah, they have – it is communist for sure. Yeah, sure. Like, but it's not – it's not – it's not – a lot of times – okay. So – People lump communism and dictatorships together, which if they're both true communism, communist and dictatorship states, nothing could be more opposite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like communism is everybody has an equal share of everything. Okay. Dictatorship is one guy has everything. <laughs> one guy has the power to do whatever. Yeah, that's definitely. So maybe you're, you're, you couldn't talk about more opposite of political spectrums. Now the question is whether these things are actually like function in that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah. well, hopefully like, the eighth graders have, like China does have a constitution. Yes, 
So that automatically puts things in a bit of a murky state in terms of like if you're going to call them a dictatorship, but you really shouldn't. Anyway, yeah, I, I think that I, on the, I don't. I guess a more accurate way to view this article in my mind is <laughs> American kids don't know what to think about Canada. Yeah, it's so it's given pretty, multiple choices. Yeah, I think they'll be like, well. I think I heard something about their leaders having a lot of power. So, sure, let's do that. Yeah. Well, lately, like, and it's all about the current climate of what people are saying. And, you know, pop a popular way to disagree with our current government is to, uh, like, is to just be like, oh, you know, the Harper government is a, is a terrible communist uh, dictatorship, blah, blah, blah. Like I was literally leaving Walmart today and I looked at the stop sign and someone had tagged it with like a stop Harper, like one of those, oh, political, uh, not political signs, but political graffiti basically. And so I can understand like if a lot of eighth graders are paying attention online and, and their only education is Twitter and Facebook and they're seeing these posts coming out of Canadians, some of these stronger mouth Canadians, um, they could probably, it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to believe the internet and, and go with the, go with the common viral bull plop. I, see, I don't think you're already giving us too much credit. I don't even think they did that level of research. You think they just guessed like this standardized yeah, testing is bullshit. I'm just going to pick C all along. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think they heard something somewhere about what something their parents may have said and mischaracterized it. That's but to I lump think. France in with that? Okay, like, hold up, hold up. Lumping you and France together is not unheard of. But, well, no, but to lump, lump France in with a dictatorship, like what, where would you have gotten okay. that? Like that, that I don't know. Is it like an alternate World War II or something? They've just been playing too much <laughs> Wolfenstein or I don't know. Have you played Wolfenstein? Uh, yeah. No, no. The Germans, Germans are the bad people. I, I know, but it's, it's mm, never mind. <laughs> never mind. What about that Australia? <laughs> you know, they just say, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Australia is weird. I've like, seen Crocodile Dundee. I know how that works. I don't know where the hell. Okay, so whoever has the biggest knife wins, is, right? You're saying is that we really need to be educating our children based on films. No, then they will understand. That's probably the issue. They've what? They've seen too many movies. They've watched Canadian Bacon and Crocodile oh. Dundee and insert France movie here. I can't think of one. I don't know. I'm you just, don't want, dude. You do not want to watch French films. Well, what, isn't there like a National Lampoon vacation where they go to Europe? Maybe that's the one. Yeah, it's, it's not good, but um, yeah, no, I think this is unfair, and this is pretty nitpicky. Like, oh, there's a there's a sweet one liner we can pull out of here and make fun of our neighbors to the south. Like, this is a Canadian article, right? So it's like, I, I agree with the indictment of the education. <laughs> I get that part. Yeah, but let's swap it and see how it works out. You know, let's see what the Canadian standardized test about Amer about America what that reveals, right? I don't know. I. Um, that would probably be unfair because we we get a lot of American media up here, and I really do that think that affects the way we are more steeped in American culture and kind of know what's oh, going on. No doubt, dude. Yeah, no doubt. In a way, in a way, I I get it. Yeah. On the other hand, I think that yeah. it's not like uh, American not teenagers are watching Heartland on CBC every Sunday at six p.m. Right? It's like that's you not the, their first concern. 
you take the good with the bad, right? Like we kick up a lot of shit. We can. (laughs) So, so I, you know, like, okay, we'll say we've been talking about elections. Let's talk about the elections. I would hate it. I would, I would feel horrible for you guys. If you took more cues from us in terms of how we run elections, like it just be bad. Well, there's, they, yeah, they there's, let's run for two years and see what happens. Well, yeah, it's great here because there's legislation in place that says you can only campaign 30 days before the election. Now, they go balls to the wall and our country basically like shuts down for 30 days and it's all like political ads and just monkey poop fights. I'll be honest. I would be I would consider it a huge win if we just made it like like 90 days sure like that would be a blessing that is as much shorter than two years (laughs) yes and yeah (laughs) don't don't change canada that's what i'm saying don't change yeah and there is lead-ups but like for example there are many elections where they elect like local leaders and they elect leaders of the party but that happens and that there's so little fanfare for it. It's just like it happens. They announce who it is and it's done with. And there are like sometimes if there's candidates, it's a little more heated. But it's all done internally. It's not really public, right? It's done within the party. Where I find it in the States, it's like it's very public. And it also makes it appear – it almost makes it appear as if the parties are – the parties never unified until they pick one, right? It's all it's so yeah. divided. And no, that's just true. how I see it, I guess. No, that's not – that's not unfair. I mean, mm-hmm. you, yeah, people, you're at each other's throats until you can't be at each other's throats anymore. And then you're all of a sudden you're throwing in support. Like that was kind of that was kind of one of the weird things that got called out and called out in the last election or mm-hmm. rather two elections ago. That being that, you know, Obama and Clinton were kind of at each other's throats. So when Hillary had to bow out, like it took a while for her to throw support that way. Like and be, like to the point of like people were like, like why would you support him at all? Yeah, because you got to toe the party line, right? And you, you want to be up. Because you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. Nobody like, but see, that's the thing. That's the pol- that's the political line in this. Everybody know well. Everybody, most people, some people know <laughs> that that's just politics. That's the political game. Mm-hmm. But nobody like nobody. Just, they don't say it. They yeah. Like, this is not the thing. I don't know. Fuck. Nobody wants to be. Uh, really, I'm, really, I'm just calling out the fact that a lot of people are just ignorant to a lot of things. <laughs> uh, That's very true. Sleepingwiththeelephant.com, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We're back. <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? Let's get out of here. Yeah. We're back in podcast form, everybody. Are we? Uh, hopefully. Okay. We're not going to go another month, are we? Oof. No. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you can find us. Big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for helping host our show. We always love feedback and reviews, so please tell us what to talk about. Otherwise, we're going to continue to rant about things that just happen to come into our mind. Jeff Bush. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at P. Swickard. You can find Ryan at R. Murphy. Ryan, it's been a pleasure. And yeah. Thanks for coming back. Witness.